Hey folks, I just wanted to share with you just for a few moments from God's Word. And I've been reading back through the Gospels, and I found a story that I've read many times, but just captivated me a little bit different this time. It's found in Mark chapter 9. Now let me just set the context to you. A uh, This dad brings his son uh, to Jesus because he had a unclean spirit and this spirit would take over him from time to time and like tried to throw him in a fire, tried to throw him in a water, trying to like overtake him and kill him. Um, he took him to the disciples and they were not able to, to do anything with it. They were not able to cast this spirit out. Um, and so in chapter nine, verse 21, it says that Jesus asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said from childhood, and it has often cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Now think about that just for a second. He says, but if you can do anything. Now, the father, I'm sure, had heard about Jesus. That's why he brought his son to him. But he had already taken him to the disciples, and the disciples couldn't do it. And so I think in some ways maybe this father may have been basing, you know, what was going to happen based on the fact that these disciples followed Jesus and they were unable to do it. And so now he's got questions in his mind. So does this does this power that Jesus has apparently doesn't uh, doesn't transfer over to his disciples, right? Um, you know, so now he's starting. Maybe he has he has some doubt. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us now. Think about that. If, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us. So he he was not appealing to the power of Christ. He was appealing to the compassion of Christ because we know that Christ showed compassion um, unlike any other. And so he, they, they, you know, this, this dad is calling upon the compassion of Christ. If you have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can, now if you look at that like in the ESV, it says, if you can with an exclamation mark. If you can, and it's almost like a question. And then he says, all things are possible for one who believes. So he's like saying, if I can, I mean, I can. You know, he, he, the power of God was resting on him. And, he, you know, it, it wasn't a matter of whether he could or not. And he says, all things are possible for one who believes. But don't forget, now, he had already taken this kid to the disciples, and they couldn't do anything with them. Um, and Because he says, so I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And so let's pick it back up at verse 24. It says, immediately the father of the child cried out. So after Jesus says, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. And then it says, immediately the father of the child cried out. And said, now listen to these words, I believe, help my unbelief. Well, that, that line has just captivated my thinking for a couple days now. I believe, help my unbelief. And, and I've just tried to, you know, tried to look at it from the father's perspective, you know, Maybe he's confused, too. You know, the disciples couldn't cast it out, but he's heard about Jesus and what Jesus done. I mean, obviously, he's heard about Jesus or he wouldn't be bringing his son to him. So he knows that Jesus has done these miracles and was able to do what, you know, others couldn't. 
Um, and so, but his disciples, his followers weren't able to do anything for him. And so now he's kind of confused. Okay, can Jesus do this? I've heard about these sayings. His disciples didn't have the power, but maybe Jesus still, maybe he does, you know, and if so, will he use that power to help me? And I think that that's part of the thing that, I, that captivates me with that question is, you know, uh, I believe help my unbelief. I mean, think about what he's saying. I believe that you have the power, but it's really about whether you will use that power and whether you, meaning him talking to Jesus, whether Jesus would use that power in his life to help his son. And I, I think about that, and I think about the average believer, including myself, right? So th- there is no doubt in my mind at any time, no matter what I'm going through, there is no doubt in my mind that God has the power. It's never really been a question about that to me. And and, and I, I would probably be safe to, to think that's probably you, you probably feel the same. To me, it's never been a question about whether God has the power or not. It's just whether he will use that power in this situation, in this circumstance that I'm in. Now, as I mature in Christ, I realize that God does have the power, yes, and that God will use his power, yes. It's just a matter of what does his will look like? Because a lot of times when I'm looking for God to use his power, I'm looking for him to use his power, you know, to fix this problem in, you know, a manner that I think it should be fixed in. You know, a manner in which not, I don't have the power to fix it that way, but I know that God does. And so sometimes I think we're looking for God's power to be at work in our lives, but we're looking at it to, for God to do something, uh, you know, in a very specific way that may not, that just simply may not be his will. That God will use his power in a way that he sees fit uh, for the outcome that he desires instead of the one that we desire. But this father's, you know, I believe, I believe that you can, but help my unbelief. Now, what is he saying there, right? I believe that you can, but 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 help me to believe even deeper and stronger by showing your power in this circumstance. You know, and, and that's just, that's a powerful thing. And I think about how often maybe I should be praying that, you know, Lord, I believe, but there are these areas in my life sometimes that I doubt. I don't doubt your power, but I doubt maybe sometimes maybe I doubt that he will do it because I simply look at myself in the mirror and I just I, I know what I see in the mirror. And it's not this beautiful picture of some wonderful Christian. I look in the mirror and I see someone who fails every day. I see someone who makes terrible decisions sometimes. I see someone who allows himself to get spun up in times where he should be calm, right? I see a person who sometimes knows the right answer but still doesn't do it, right? And and so I I see sin on every hand. And, you know, so sometimes when I look in the mirror, it's almost as like, God, I know you have the power, but why would you? I mean, why would you help me looking at me? Look at look at look at what I am and look at what I've done. Look what I'm supposed to represent, but yet still, you know, I fall flat on my face sometimes. And so I believe that disbelief comes into my life just simply because when I look at my worthiness for God to move in my life, I know that I'm not worthy. But the the real deal is, is I've never been worthy. Not once have I ever been worthy. 
And God moving in my life has nothing to do with my worthiness because I know what I deserve. I deserve death. But he moves in my life because he loves me. But imagine if we just take everything to the Lord. And I think that's the other issue, too. When I, when I look at this scripture, and I know I'm just kind of talking this out, and you're probably sitting there going, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I even listened to this. But when I, when I talk this out in my mind, you know, I start looking at all the things that I do, all the decisions that I make that I don't involve him in. And the fact is, is that God is at work in my life every day. But maybe sometimes I don't see his work in my life because I attribute some of the things that he's doing to my own doing. In other words, I didn't take these things to the Lord in prayer. It doesn't mean that he's not working in my life. It doesn't mean that he's not doing something good for me in my life and in helping me in those even in those instances where I didn't ask for help. He's at work in my life, but I don't attribute some of those things that he does uh, to him simply because maybe I didn't take it to him in prayer. Maybe I didn't take this issue that I have. I, I didn't take this decision that I had to make because I thought, man, well, this is a decision that I can make on my own. I'm a pretty smart guy, right? And uh, I've got a lot of stuff figured out, and so I can just make this decision, and it'll be okay. I'll, I'll, I'll reserve prayer for these other things that I can't do on my own. But the simple fact is even the decisions I make rightly that I didn't involve him in, He's involved because if I do have any wisdom, if I do have any smarts at all, I have it because he gave it to me. And the more we see God at work in our lives, the more we take to him in prayer, the greater we will see his work in our life. Because when I take it to him in prayer, even even in those things that I know that I can probably make a decision on my own, and maybe be okay when I take all those things to him in prayer, then and I, I become, you know, depend totally dependent on him, then the more I will see him at work in my life because I know that I took it to him. And I know that any good outcome in my life is a result of him at work in my life. I know that now. And I know that any good thing that comes out of my life is because of him, even those things that I didn't ask for, even those things that I didn't ask him to help with. I know that he's. I know that it was him. You know, I've I've finally come to that place in my life where I realize that, uh, but not I haven't always been that way. And so I just kind of come back to this father who's you know I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe in your power, God. But God, I need to I need to see you at work in my life. And if you want to see a God at work in your life, then you've got to talk to him and take it to him. And then you will see that God is way more at work in your life than you probably ever give him credit for. But if you start taking everything to him, laying it all before him, then it will be much easier to see him and what he's doing in your life. Now, this father crying out and help my unbelief, you know, he's saying, I know you have the power, but Lord, will you display that power in this situation in my life? so that I may believe even more. I believe in your ability. But he's calling on the compassion of Christ. You have compassion on us. And when we see God's power and compassion in our lives, it is captivating. It is absolutely captivating. And the more I, that I know him, the longer I walk with him, the more I see just how compassionate and beautiful he is.
in my life, the more I love him. You know, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's not a taskmaster cracking a whip. It's a matter of when you see God for who he is, it's, it's impossible just not to fall madly in love with him and be willing to do anything and everything he tells you. Why? Because he's already shown me so much love that how can I not? And so I love this story. I've just been reading back through the Gospels. And it's just amazing when you look at the compassion that Christ had and all the things that he did. How can we not believe? By the way, in verse 25, I'll just kind of read the end of the story for you. It says, And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you to come out of him and never in him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast him out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. What does that mean? It means, that, listen, the prayer is the gateway in which we have to commune with God. Uh, on 101. And he said, listen, this kind doesn't come out by you wanting it to be done. This kind comes out by through the Father's will and through his power. And I want us to think about our prayer life. You know, a lot of times our prayer life just becomes a list of wants. It just becomes us, you know, telling God the things that we need done. But prayer is, is communication, and communication requires two-way. We know that God listens, but how, how much do we listen? But I will tell you, the closer that we walk with the Father, the more we will think like the Father, and the more we will be able to, to truly perceive uh, and understand His will. That also coupled with reading His Word. There's a lot of things that I know that is God's will simply because I read His Word and I can see in His Word uh, how God feels and thinks about things. Uh, but the closer I walk with Him, the more in tune I will be with Him. Um, and so He says, "This this kind, this you know, this thing was strong. This was a strong, unclean spirit, and under their own power, the disciples were powerless. Absolutely powerless." These things take the work of God. And that's why he said that these kind come out by prayer, by going to the Father and falling before him and admitting to our powerlessness before him. You know, sometimes, God, you know, I, I'm, I'm fighting a situation. And maybe sometimes, you know, I think about sometimes when we're, when we're fighting like sin or fighting the temptation to sin. And he says that no temptation will come upon us, that he doesn't give us a way of escape. What that means is he is the way of escape. No temptation will come upon me that if I go to him and I pray through, instead of just trying to fight it on my own and saying, I got this. Listen, I'm going to tell you, there are things in my life that I don't got this. I need God's help. I need him to do this. I need him to give me the strength because I don't have it on my own. But listen, in our temptation, we're tempted if we will fall upon our knees and go to him, 
and look to him as our source of strength, he will be there. And so I just I just want you to maybe just reflect on that 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 father looking at Jesus saying, Listen, I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe that you can. But what I really need to see is that you will. That you will have compassion on me. And that will you will help me in this time of need. In this time where I am powerless over this situation. I I give it to you. And if we will take these things to God, even the little things, take it to him. We will see him at work in our life. The more we commune with him and the more we give to him, the more we will see him at work in our lives. And the stronger our belief will become. I love you guys. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us. Lord, we know that you're at work in our lives even when we can't see you. Even when we don't see it, we know that you love us and that you're at work, uh, Lord, in the lives uh, of those who are your children. But, Father, we just pray today, Lord, that you help us to be more cognizant, Lord, and aware uh, of our need for you. Uh, Lord, and our need to come to you and bring all things to you and bring them before you, Lord, and ask for your wisdom, and Lord, and for your help. So, Lord, that we bring, the more we bring to you, the more we see you at work. Lord, not coming to you with a list of demands, not coming to you with a list of wants, but, Lord, just coming to you, Lord, with our life, just laying out our life before you, and we want to walk in a way that pleases you. And so, Lord, to be able to walk in a way that pleases you, we got to know, Lord, we got to know your ways. And, Lord, we know that prayer needs to be coupled with your word. Lord, we know those two go together. So help us, Lord. I pray for a desire, Lord, for all of your people, Lord, to know you better. And, Lord, to walk closer to you. Uh, Lord, that we may see you alive uh, and at work in our lives on a daily basis. Not just in those big circumstances where we have no choice but to come to you. But, Lord, even in those small things, God, that you do every day that sometimes escape us because we're not paying attention. Lord, help us to see those things. And Lord, we pray this today in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen.